This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Last week, we talked to Gert, a counselor and mentor, about how people with hurts, hang-ups and habits can use the first three lines of the serenity prayer to embark on a journey of change away from addictions and brokenness to healthy, nurturing relationships. When, not if, life throws curveballs at us, it's easy to fall back into patterns of the past and bring more pain into relationships, as well as to lose focus on the one that can and wants to help us, God. In previous programs, Trevor Hudson, who wrote the one-year devotional book Seeking Serenity, shared with us how to live the serenity prayer, who make it our heart's home, he says so beautifully. He has allowed us to use the material in the book so that we can focus on the first three lines of the serenity prayer. Yeah, Suki, people often... Of from all walks of life uh, in their unique circumstances with their own unique and personal brokenness can actually use the serenity prayer to bring serenity and change when encountering life's difficulties. So today we have David with us and uh, he will share how he, as a single adult in recovery, applies the three, first three lines of the serenity prayer as he faces the challenges in his life. Very, very welcome uh, to be with us, David. Hi, David. Thank you very much for coming, Frederick. Yeah. Can you tell us a little more about your life for the listeners to get to know you a bit? Yeah, and about the coaching. Yes, thank you very much. Yes. I'm a, a sports coach uh, doing some very different, unusual uh, fencing. Mm. Um, it's something that's, that's very, imp- very personal to me. Um, I have been a national coach. You know, I've, I've uh, been to many countries. But at some point, you know, it just became, it was all about you know, trying to be myself and trying to be competitive. Mm. And you know, life's a lot more than that. And I've learned a lot, especially the last 10 years. Mm. And now it's a lot more about um, helping young people, especially. I also coach adults, but my business is focused on on kids. Mm. And really using the challenges that I've faced and just being real. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I coach mainly at schools and Mm -hmm. uh, trying to do something very different. Mm. It is something I always wanted to do, uh, but never had the opportunity. And for the last 22 years now, I've been trying to do something, kind of give kids an opportunity that I didn't have. Yes. But yes. using the lessons I've learned, uh, that there is still a place uh, for, for everyone, no matter how different you might be. Mm-hmm. And, and this fencing has got nothing to do about a fence t- between two, two boundaries or a fence mm-hmm. that is p- uh, put up between two properties. This fencing is about that thin yeah. sword and uh, and with a shield and so I think we can get quite a few acronyms uh, from or illustrations from the fencing on uh, concentration, agility, and so forth. Um, what people can practically apply into their lives. Mm. So as a, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I've learned. Yeah. And I try to use that for the life lessons that can be. Used to that, uh, I, I don't mix it explicitly, 
Um, but these are tools that people can take uh, with them, especially boys. They do not, you know, actually a lot more vulnerable than they like showing. And this is a way of handling the emotions and channeling them and directing them in a positive way, mm-hmm. in a structured way. Absolutely. Even if I've learned. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I'd known these things when I was much younger and just trying to do, trying to give people opportunities. Right, right. Mm. As a single working on your business, what are the main challenges you encountered? Well, as a, uh, yeah, let's say it's, it's, it's challenging. Um, I've been, uh, have had very few sort of personal relationships. My main challenge is uh, intimacy mm. um, and not having, especially in this COVID time, mm. not having a partner where I can share my challenges uh, mm. and, and not be a burden to you know, friends, you know, that's, that's one level. Mm. But with an intimate partner, that's a different one. And it's really difficult uh, to, to know, am I doing the right thing or not? Mm. And that's been throughout my life, but um, it has got a lot, it's changed a lot. Uh, the code has changed dramatically. Um, because I've learned to share with God and and create space uh, to listen to Him. Mm. So the challenge is on a, on a personal level, uh, not having someone to to listen to to to, to share mm. you know, my inner my innermost um, uh, fears and desires with. Mm. Um, but also in terms of just making everyday decisions, mm. the overwhelmingness of life. Yeah. Especially in this COVID, it has really highlighted um, also my vulnerabilities, you know, the mortality, um, the practicalities of running a business, depending on my health, you know, so it's just a physical job, um, and what happens if something happens to me, you know. There's no one to, you know, if I live in my own little flat, mm-hmm. what happens? Mm. Um, so these are real, and it's the serenity prayer has just changed my life totally since the beginning of COVID. Mm. It was just a thing before. Mm. And it is very, very real now. It is, mm. um, yeah, it's a very real thing because I've been able to learn to let, let go. Yeah, there's, so, nothing, there's, something, there's nothing I can do about mm. Yep, mm. Uh, David, I heard you use a very, very important word um, in, in, your, in your share, uh-huh. and that is intimacy. Um, that is something that we all really desire yeah. very, very deeply. And, and that's um, the name of the program. Yeah, Into and that's, on that, that's yeah. the name of our program, Into mm. Me See, and that works on intimacy. And, uh, you know, when I was in my act of addiction to pornography, um, that was what I learned, that um, the pornography is actually just a symptom of intimacy disorder and inability to connect with another human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your experience yeah. with regards to this? Correct. Yeah. Um, my, I've recently, recently well, in this last couple of years, have got to realize that my struggles come from, in those days, what we diagnosed, from a deep uh, a childhood anxiety mm. that I really struggled as a child. You know, the fear of going to school, the fear of failure, uh, distant relationships with parents, not being able to share that, going through bullying, not being able to share my uh, hurts and hang-ups. And that, 
then became more and more isolated. Mm. And I just couldn't connect. I didn't know how to. I was too scared to. And, and that grew to this intimacy thing. Yeah, mm. it form became a problem. But the, the main uh, challenge is uh, intimacy on all sorts of levels. It's not mm. just in a sexual sense. It's also intimacy, understanding what makes people tick. Mm. And the sport has been my sort of anchor to the real world. It's been extremely important to me. Right. And through that, I've got, it, it's a channel. It's a very specific channel. And that has been my hook onto to the real world. Mm. And, 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 and kept me straight <laughs> and narrow, so to speak. Right. But um, the, the challenge is this anxiety. Uh, it mm. led to the isolation. Right, yeah. Which then isolated me from people on all sorts of levels. And I used the sport as a way out of it. Mm. Yes, as a, as a so way to connect. I can really relate to people from, from who are different, who, who struggle and being able to help them because I can relate. And, and the sport was always, an, I just felt like an outsider the whole time. And this particular sport was me because not everyone does the mainstream stuff. Right, yes. right. And I felt very excluded yes, yes. And from life and society. Mm. And instead of this, I had moped about it for decades, but um, I'm doing something about it. I'm doing mm. what I can do. Right. Mm. Uh, thank you, David, for sharing. Um, you alluded to a way that you coped in the past with the stresses and strains and the difficult in, difficulties in your life. What was that again? Yes, uh, my challenges, you know, I was really in my own head. So that had, had, had a, a, a porn outlet mm-hmm. as, a, as a way of escape. Mm. Um, but I got out of that... Um, I haven't had that sort of curse over me for quite a few years now. And really, that came from surrendering, that I just couldn't go on like this anymore. I didn't want to be alone anymore. Mm. I think that was one of the big things in my life. I just didn't want to be alone anymore. It just got too much. Mm. Um, Because actually, I couldn't establish relationships with that uh, in my life at all. Mm. It was totally incompatible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, establishing true, true relationships. David, you um, mentioned the serenity prayer. So I want to know, in, in this turmoil, in the struggle of, of um, mm-hmm. not being able, you know, so you haven't been acting out using porn, but still the intimacy disorder no. is still there. So how, how does this work still for you there, when you yeah. pray this, when you use the prayer, the serenity prayer, God grant me serenity. Does it actually... Do you think uh, during your time of recovery you've come to experience some serenity in your life amidst these problems? It has changed me dramatically, um, especially since uh, COVID. You know, the part that, that's really important to me is that the focus is on God, mm. that I surrender. Mm. I'm a control freak, you know, running my own business. I want to do things my way. Mm. And for this to work, I have to say my way isn't working. Mm. <laughs> mm. No way is it working. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am alone. Mm. This is not working. If I keep on doing this, it ain't going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first part was really to surrender. Mm. And so the first part of the surrender prayer is God grant me. It, it, it depends entirely on me letting go 
uh, and surrendering to him. Mm. Um, so that was the, you know, the, the first part, that this doesn't work. And if I keep on doing this, it, it's not going to change. Mm. And I had to do something different. Mm. And that difference was God's been part of my life since I was 14, mm-hmm. but it was, he was there. Uh, and, but it wasn't, there was a sense of unreality to it. Mm. Uh, it was only when I said, actually, you need to, I can't do this. I need you to take over. Mm. Mm. Um, and did you experience some serenity after that? The serenity comes is that, that that I can't control and that I am not God. Mm. That mm. I don't have to manage and control every little thing in my life. I cannot do it. Mm. Um, and to allow the space for him to work. If I don't allow the space, if, I, if there is no serenity, it works both ways. Mm. God grants me serenity, and then that, that space that is given me allows him to work even more. Mm. If I try to fill the whole space with me, there is no space for him. Mm. Serenity mm. is that place of, um, it's not that everything's hunky-dory, it's just that I'm content, and not only content, but that, that I can now be me. That mm. there's a space for me to, to do the things that I'm designed to do, that mm. I can be creative, I can, I can use my talents. If I'm if that space is just filled with my fears and, and worry and regrets mm. and self-pity, mm. there is no space. Mm. Right, right. Yeah, so I, I see very clearly that your relationship with God had changed because you started off with mm. God, mm-hmm. grant me the serenity, and you have exerient serenity. But the serenity, and you mentioned a word content, and doesn't that contentment often come with, to accept, um, because the prayer goes, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Mm. Uh, what does that accept look yes. like for you? One of the, yeah, to me, it's about trusting Him, mm. and then to accept means to trust Him, and that's been a challenge because, you know, I felt let down by people, life, even God, um, to come to trust Him, mm. but I trust in Him. I can't accept it. Mm. Uh, so that depends on uh, 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 trusting him that he is God and he did create us and create everything. Uh, and surely then, you know, he, <laughs> I must let God be God. Mm. The things I can't change. And in relation to context, I can only do what I can do. Mm. I can't mm. change another person. Mm. If that person is there, it's God wills it. The God will provide someone uh, for me, if I'm ready for it, mm. that's nothing. I can't change anyone else. Yeah, right. It's difficult like working in myself. Yeah, yes. yeah, and yeah. that has been quite a thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that th- that takes us to the very next reading of of the prayer is accept the things I cannot change. And so, what were some of the things that you felt powerless over and uh, that you couldn't change? Like more specific things. Well, for me, it's an intimacy. Uh, I mm. uh, even I'm not a hugger person, you know. Uh, <laughs> I never had it from a father. It's not something that I do. It's it's changed a lot uh, in recent years, except for COVID. Now I'm at a distance again. Mm. But uh, in general, I'm not that sort of person. 
and uh, it, it, it is difficult and and to accept warmth mm. uh, you know from people to accept help mm. to accept those things it, it, it's quite something to you know even to accept a gift mm. from a friend or even from God you know mm. it's, it's, that is my choice mm. you know yes. it's my choice to you know we have rules I can choose and I think you know I have power over certain things I have to choose but the powerlessness, the overwhelmingness, the confusion mm. um, that used to reign, you know, absolutely rampant from one crisis to the next, mm. you know, um, that happens because of, a, of chaos. Right, right. It can't happen from serenity. Yes, yes. I'm also you know, thinking as a, I'm also thinking as a single, you cannot change the fact, you know, that maybe you don't have a partner and you're struggling with intimacy. That yes. That's one of the things you need to accept. And that's yes. what I hear. You relinquish control yes. and you trust God that that he will help you. So that's what I hear clearly when I speak yeah. to you. Yeah. And and then when it comes to, yeah. I think Frederick is about to tell, to ask you the next, what did you want to say, Frederick? Uh, I said, no, our, our question over here that I also had is the courage to change the things I can because the prayer goes on. So what were the things that you were able to change yes. and that you are able to be involved in and control with regards to your uh, recovery journey? Again, is to acknowledge that that I can choose. Mm. For for example, coming on on your program a few years ago, I would never been able to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but for me, it's it's extremely. It, it gives me a sense of victory. Mm. It shows me how far I've come. Yes. Mm. You know, uh, I wouldn't be able to do this. Um, mm. That's a choice to to take on something. Mm. You know, I do have power, but the power is granted from God. It's not on my own strengths. Mm. Mm. You know, and, mm. and, and it's to choose God, to choose to get up in the morning, to choose to have daily devotionals, to, to say thank you. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the big thing how my life has changed with, the, you know, this is in COVID, is that the serenity prayer has enabled me to keep in constant contact with God mm. because I'm constantly letting go and it gives me then it, it, it allows me to access his wisdom mm-hmm. yes you know? <laughs> and that, that exactly and, takes us to the next part that says wisdom to know the difference right to know what you can change yeah. and what you can't change and to ask him for that wisdom and, I have, yeah. and it comes from him Mm-hmm. But the fact that that I have got this this calmness in me that comes from Him, He's given me, enables me to do what I'm designed to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm able to tap into what I was created to do. If when I was in a life of you know powerlessness and trying to have my own control, if, if there was no you know it's it's just one from one crisis to the next. Mm-hmm. You know? So, the total state of disconnectedness mm, in being in my own mind, whereas this allowed me to connect with God. Yeah, mm. so I, I really and what I'm what I'm real. hearing what I'm hearing, David, is 
exactly what we deal with in, in our program. We say we deal with reality, restoration, and redemption in the face of addiction. Mm. And uh, I, I hear as you were applying the serenity prayer, those first few lines, you were facing the realities. You were experiencing mm. restoration and redemption. Um, so thank you very much for sharing with mm. us, David, and we really appreciate that and for taking the courage mm. for something that you would never have done in mm. the past for being able to share that part of your restoration yeah, with yeah. us. And I also just want to thank God for bringing you here. Mm. Um, as, as you were speaking, you would not have been able to do this, that, that he brought you to a place where you can testify about his power in your life and how he helped you to change the things that you could and to accept the things that you couldn't change and how he continues to give you wisdom to know the difference as you make choices in your life. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, David. God bless. Thank you, Bev. Thank you, Suti. Thank you, David. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.